Today's show is brought to you by Club W. Don't ever come home with a wine-free house again. Just go to clubw.com slash girlboss for 50% off your first order. That's clubw.com slash girlboss. And by FreshBooks. Are you on your journey to becoming your own girlboss? FreshBooks wants to help you get there. FreshBooks makes creating and sending invoices, organizing your expenses, and tracking your hours the easiest part of your day. Try it free for 30 days at freshbooks.com slash girlboss. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Girl Boss Radio from Panoply. I'm Sophia Amoruso, the founder of NastyGal.com and the author of Girl Boss. On each episode, I invite a different woman onto the show to trace the steps she took to creating her own future, what she learned, and what we can learn from her story. Today's guest is artist Petra Courtright. But first, Liz Carey is back on the show. She's an actor, comedian, and one of my best friends. You can find her at the Liz Carey on Instagram. We'll be talking about the highs and lows in our week, mostly lows, and of course, our girl boss moments. Liz, thanks for being here. Oh, hey, Sophia. Thanks for having me. How was your week? I'm just on day nine of the flu still. Oh, wow. Yeah, it feels like there hasn't even been a week. Has it been a week? <laughs> it's been like a week. What's today? I don't know. I honestly, hold on. It's Wednesday. It's only Wednesday, but it's already Wednesday. I feel like my head shrunk. Are these bigger? No more burping. Okay. How was your VD breakout Valentine's Day? (laughs) Ew. Ew. It was good. It was nice. We had like a romantic Italian dinner on Larchmont. Oh, lovely. I haven't been over to the Larchmont area in a while. (laughs) Then we went... And then we went and saw oh, Star Wars, shoot. which was kind Ooh, of really. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'm it would be cool. To make that. I really wanted. Mm. I just was like, he told me I needed to see it in the theater, and I don't feel like I necessarily needed yeah. to see it in the theater. I don't even think I need to see it, but um, you can give me the highlights. No Jar Jar Binks. Oh, thank God. And pretty Princess cute Leia? little droid. No, there is Leia. Yeah, Princess Leia, but she's old, oh. and she hasn't been acting for most of her career, so she. <laughs> Don't She's hold just back. warming up Say what on, you in this one. You know what I mean? Movie. Don't mince yeah. your words. Okay. Do um, we sound alike? I don't know. Tweet at, at it. <laughs> Tweet it. Twitter Tweet it. Tweet at us. Twitster. Tweet at me's. I think I have a more monotone voice. I think Liz yeah. has more inflection and is slightly more nasal. <clears throat> well, right now I'm nasal. <laughs> don't get this flu. Oh, God. Get away from There's me. There's no upside to it. It's not even the kind where you puke and like get... That's not an upside. <laughs> that is not an upside. Women, don't listen to her. I'm kidding. But I mean, Bad my, role model. my skin isn't glowing anymore. I just Your look gray. Your cheeks are super red. They just always are. That's called rosacea. <laughs> I don't know when you guys are going to get the memo on that. It's good. My boyfriend tried to Zasha. send me uh, good flowers on Valentine's Day and they didn't show up. Aww. So he handed me a printer receipt with an angry crayon drawing on it that said... <laughs> Here's your fucking Valentine's flowers. Do you like them? I hate this company. He That's was pretty so funny. furious. What is this crap company? I think it's 1-800-Flowers. Wow. And then I didn't want to say to him. I said to Sophia, you know. There's nothing wrong with 1-800-Flowers. No, it's great if they deliver it on time. Yeah. I didn't want to say to him, like, two of my best friends have flower shops here. And then Sophia oh. sent me a really amazing text that said, not every dude knows about Eric Buterbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> like $500 flower arrangements. Yeah. That, like, you know, celebrities send to each yeah, other. But 1-800-Flowers can be a little bit bizarre. And it was supposed to be flowers with a box of heart-shaped chocolates. And 
they sent it a day late, and what came was like, I think they must have been like, just throw this bitch, whatever is is laying around. It was pink roses with red daisies with yellow centers with purple nonsense, and then a candy bar. <laughs> and my son and I walk For in the door, sweetie. yeah, and it goes, who sent you these? I, I he doesn't know I have a boyfriend. I was like, work, work sent me these. And he goes, work's way late. Valentine's Day was yesterday. And why did they send you a candy bar? I was like, just have it. I haven't seen you. I know. Wait, I had a point to that, which was we were thinking about starting an app that would help dudes. Oh, yeah. Tips. tips. Dude tip. Dude tips. Not that you need to send fancy flowers, but just a, a guider. I think. Man guide. Yeah. Just what to look out for, what the yeah. landmines are and like navigating the dating world and i don't know how do you feel about carnations i don't know they're kind of like they're for weird. ovaltine or something yeah did you say ovaltine they aren't there's in there like baby formula called carnation yeah that is that's all i think about this is sophia's voice in case you're not a sure this is liz's voice in case you're not so sure you can't hear the difference her face is narrower <laughs> her teeth are different my teeth are crooked. Her eyebrows are mm, fricked. Maybe a little. Sperm? They're about as fine as mine. They look like sperm. Yeah. They look like two sperm trying to swim. They don't know where to go. They were released and they're like, My Meh. blush is blush and hers is rosacea. <laughs> mine needs a cream. <laughs> oh, God. What's happened in the last week? <sighs> well, I booked a vacation. I was oh, like, right. I'm dying. I need to. Liz. Cute shirt. Thanks. Polyester. I was just like, I need to get out of town. You know, because even though I have, like, a pool and stuff and can relax at my house when you're around all your own stuff. No, it's not relaxing. You just find yourself being like, oh, my God, there's a pile of my stuff. I need yeah. to deal with this. It's Sunday. I need Sunday, to clean out the drawer. Outside, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And your brain just never stops. And so I just need to go someplace without my shit. Warm weather is throwing me off. It's making me feel like I need to be more motivated. I can't relax in warm weather. I'm getting out of the warm weather to relax. So. Congratulations. <laughs> I like to read my own notes, which they make sense to me in, in the moment. It says, VP flower, happy hat. VD. VD flower, happy hat, sick, app for men. Guess we covered my notes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes. She's a really complex woman. I'll write things that I want to write about, and it'll just be a list of the craziest stuff. And then, do you ever look at your own Google history? Oh, God. No, I try not to. Oh. I just keep all my tabs open at all times. I was super interested in the Greg Louganis dive, apparently, the other night. Who's um, that? Remember the guy that bumped his head in the Olympics? No. It was like a terrible... Share. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I just couldn't sleep. She's touching her head. Shit. Yeah, he smacked his head. Uh-huh. It was a whole... What happened? Olympics drama. Did he get... Was he Okay. Oh, my God. We can't talk about this. What's his name? (laughs) Greg Louganis. No one's talked about this in, what, 15 years? I love that everything always comes back to Greg Louganis. He was an LGBT rights activist. Yeah. Uh, People freaked out because he was also HIV positive, and he banged his head on the pool, and everybody went nuts. Oh, he was HIV positive? This is a controversial I'm looking at Wikipedia. He bumped his head, and then people found out he had HIV? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people freaked out. Your nails look great, by the way. But his head's okay? Yeah, he's fine. Oh, I God. think. I thought you were going to say something crazy. No, but I wanted to re-look at the whole story. You know when you can't sleep and you're like, I'm going to get into this Greg Luganis article right now. Nope, just me. It's fine. weird, man. I know. Oh, we were going to go to that Grammys party. Do you like how I segue with no 
There's nothing there. <laughs> no segue. No segue, but yeah, yeah we, Grammys. Grammys happened. I didn't watch them. What did you think? I didn't watch them. <laughs> I, I watched the whole didn't thing. Watch them. I watched the whole thing. I watched vinyl. I watched vinyl too. <gasps> I liked really it. It's really good. I liked it. It's yeah, long. <laughs> I watched The Bachelor. I missed my last 45 minutes. I don't even know. I want to win. All the girls are so nice to each other. It's mm. really like I think I like uncompelling. I think I like Emma or Jojo. I think I think I like Jojo. Who's Emma? The blonde. Oh, the blonde with the little the mouth date. Yeah, with who's actually nice, but someone said she wasn't nice. Well, my son keeps creeping because he goes to bed, and then I put it on. He goes, "Are you watching crap TV right now?" <laughs> and I go, "Yeah." And so he'll try and sneak in casually, brushing his teeth, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I just want to see what crap TV is all about." And he sat down. He's like, "Why are they all orange?" Oh, they're like they're all spray. They're all spray. I heard they have to do their own makeup on that show. How would you even know what to pack for for the I Bachelor? Don't know. I'd be stressed out and late help. for every like, day. All their outfits are like coordinated and stuff. Yeah, I think that's BS. There's no way, and I would be so bummed to go to that Wrigley Field date. So Boring. How many weeks have you had a boyfriend now, Liz? Speaking of the final rose, <clears throat> my final. I think my final rose ceremony with him will be at the end of this month. It'll be a month. Is that considered a boyfriend? A final rose ceremony means that, I guess that means that someone gets engaged, but. Yeah. I think it's appropriate to get engaged after four weeks. I did some (laughs) couch measurements to see if his couch would fit into my apartment. Oh my God. Kidding. So cute. Totally kidding. Oh, she thinks I'm serious. I'm brain dead. Yeah. Do you guys ever just feel like you got socked in the gut? Do you ever just feel like. Yeah. Life socked you in the gut? Yeah. And like. If you check out my Instagram, that's not what it looks like. I probably sound like. That's why we got to do my real shit life Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me, tell us about my real shit life Instagram. Well, a couple people got in touch with me after we um, remarked on that last week. Apparently, my shit life is already taken, but not my real shit life. I like my real shit life. Yeah. Because it's not shit life. It's real shit. No, it's just real shit. There's some shit in there. Maybe I'll start it up. Yeah. Liz Carey at the Liz Carey at my real life show. Watch that thing will blow up way faster. You're going to be like the new fat Jew. Yeah. But but shitty. With better hair. But covered with shit. You are already covered, covered with shit. Oh, yeah. You're so gross. Oh, we got the first pass back <gasps> at my second book. So the designs came through. I got real excited looking at that. It looks really pretty. Liz is in there among other amazing women and stuff and stories and thoughts and quotes and shit she sent that to me she sent me a little pic and i was like who wrote that quote because i was having that terrible day remember yeah. i was like oh that's an inspirational quote i was like that's why sophia is the girl boss and i was like wait and she looked closer i was like i wrote that quote it was her spread oh <laughs> cute she's used to spreads i love to what spread them you're so gross that is not what is this howard stern like what kind of humor is that sophia I'm talking to myself. I'm reading a book. <gasps> it's called Essentialism. Oh, yeah. I saw it and on it's your about, grams. It's about doing less. It's about choosing yeah. to do less and that you have to choose to choose. Otherwise, life chooses for you. Yeah. And, um, and then you're your spread wipe your nose. too thin. Talk oh, about oh, spreading. <laughs> Circle back. <laughs> Bring it 360. <laughs> Yeah, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, just being able to get through a book, I feel like, is a pretty good accomplishment. Yeah, it meant. is. Let's read some girl boss moments. Okay, let's do it. My girl boss moment for last week says at Mackenzie Frank, I acquired a camera 
now I can be girl bossing and flossing all oh, the time. Who flossing. says they acquired a camera? <laughs> I kind of acquired a camera. I love it. That's like a serious thing like to acquire a camera. Yeah. Wait, no date for Valentine's Day, so I took myself shopping to dinner and a movie. Best date I've had in a long time. So yeah. At Courtney D. Eli. Yeah. That's amazing. Nice one, Courtney, because there's no better boss date than yourself. Boss date? Is that <laughs> you're just trying to... Okay. I'm just reading. Hashtag. I'm just reading. I'm just learning how to read. Kate Kinzella at Kate Kinzella. This week I told my boss I can't work 12-hour days anymore. Mental health comes first. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Honestly, there's something in the air where everyone's super beat and just like, fuck. Just at just Tammy Brooks says, clear girl boss moment here, Sophia. (laughs) I kind of skipped today's workout. I'm just so tired. Going to treat myself with bubble bath. Yeah. I feel like bubble bath is like the the perennial. Yeah. They're like eternal girl boss. After all this, I took a bubble bath. We should make like girl boss bubble bath. Girl boss bubbles. Yeah. Boss. Boss bubs. Boob, boobles. Boobs, just boobles. Gribbles. Okay. Um, Marshall <laughs> at Marshall underscore Renee. I breastfed my four-week-old while reconciling the salon's 2015 QuickBooks. That's amazing. Figuring out motherhood. Oh, um, my God. That's so cool. Yeah. I got to tell you, I breastfed for a year and two months strictly based on spite because the nurse at the doctor's office was like, oh, you're a working mom? I was like, uh-huh. And she was like, oh, you'll probably only breastfeed for three months. And I was like, game on, bitch. <laughs> so I hear you, Marshall. Way to go. Cake over steak. I just like this name. Last night, I finalized my chocolate chip cookie recipe to celebrate. I rocked out <laughs> one direction. <laughs> <laughs> cake over steak. <laughs> That's a good one, cake over steak. Sarah? At Sarah underscore Cornelius underscore. You sound like the mayor of Craytown. Okay, this but one's we like my you. favorite. This one's my favorite. At Spicy Meatball. <laughs> you guys are amazing. <laughs> uh, Tara McBride says, after 37 <laughs> years, having the guts to be alone at an event, introduce myself to total strangers. Yeah. Hashtag girlless moment. It's pretty good. Nice one. I don't even do that. You little meatball. All right. So, Liz, what was your girl boss moment? I realized that having had the flu now for 137 days, that... 127 hours? 127 days. Times um, 10. Again, no girl boss moments for me. They, I never will have one. I'm going to have one a year. But mine is more reflecting on... We're really lucky to be healthy. I know we rip all these virus jokes and stuff. We don't mean any of that. But um, I'm super happy and grateful that I'm healthy and like back out on yeah. the streets. So... I'm just happy to be alive. Alive. I know that sounds super cheesy, no, but that's a cool can that be a moment? moment? That's a good girl boss moment. Okay. Once um, a year, I'll have a moment and it'll be like a special podcast. My girl boss moment was clearing my calendar Friday through Tuesday, mm-hmm. even though there were things that I was really excited about and meetings that I've been looking forward to for a while good. to spend time with my husband and be alone together for the first time since our honeymoon eight months ago. So we've taken family trips visit yeah. our parents basically but we haven't had any not even a weekend away downtime in eight months and i just was like oh my gosh i took for granted that everything was fine until it just felt like oh my gosh we've been i've been so busy we really yeah. need to like spend some one-on-one time together and so that's really nice yeah it's disgusting liz is making a sex, sex no, hand. Not. i'm itching my finger she's my fingers doing all like itchy. the finger in the hole thing no that's because i want to make toad in the hole for dinner tonight i was suggesting is a toad in the hole like a pirate eye uh-huh. it's stop it it's perverted <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, like a an egg in a piece of toast mm-hmm. mm. pirate eye okay that concludes today <laughs> 
pirate eye. <laughs> but um, ahoy there. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Sophia. <laughs> Petra Courtright is an artist for the digital age. She is renowned for making self-portrait videos with her webcam, which she somehow seamlessly mixes with obscure old computer software and clip art. Her early videos became extremely popular and the art world took notice. Since then, her videos have been projected onto large screens and featured in the New Museum, Rhizome, and the Venice Biennale. Now Petra is experimenting with the fashion world. For the past two years, she's collaborated with Stella McCartney on a series of video projects. I'm so excited to have her here. Petra, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's crazy that this is the first time that we've met because I've known of you for so long. Mm -hmm. I think the first time I started seeing you was when my friend, who's a mutual friend, Sage, started doing net Mm -hmm. art. Right. And then the next thing I know, everywhere I look, this rising young artist, Petra, is everywhere at Art Basel, is collaborating with Stella McCartney. And (laughs) it's just been so interesting to watch. So what was your first job? My first job was at Sur La Table, uh-huh. and I worked there for like three months before I went to CCA. I spent all the money that I made there on like really, really fancy kitchen stuff at the end. Mavial cookware or something? Exactly. Yeah. As, as if a college freshman needs that uh-huh. kind of stuff. I can't even lift that stuff to this day, those copper pans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's... I don't know. I've always really liked nice stuff. Are you so. a Taurus? I'm a Cancer. Okay. No, I guess Taurus is like touching things. Like mm-hmm. a dream for Taurus is to just curl up with a nice velvet pillow or blanket or just. Oh, cool. Well, I like that too. Anyway, <laughs> you went to art school for a very short period of time. Yeah, I dropped out of two. Oh, two wow. Art <laughs> Not even one, two. Which ones? Um, I went to CCA for. A semester uh-huh. up in San Francisco and Oakland, and yeah. then I went to Parsons for like two. Not too shabby. Years. Why did you drop out? I was a really bratty student. I felt like school was just so much talking, and like no one was making anything. It was really getting in the way of me making things. I also had kind of a bad attitude, and I really thought that I was a lot smarter than a lot of my teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't have, I just have a high school degree. I actually don't have a degree. Same, same Um, here. Yeah. Um, I recently taught a class at Otis last year, which is funny. I think they knew that I don't have a degree, but I did it with my husband too, and he has an MFA, so I felt like that balanced out. What did you teach? We taught, the name of it was so funny, it was just Post-Internet Studio 101. That term in the art world is really, it's an interesting term. We named the class that just to like attract the kids that we thought maybe would be interested in it. But a lot of artists don't like that term. I don't really care. It's just a word. You know, I think what's interesting about you, I mean, you went to art school, but so many people toil away for so long with mm-hmm. with their dream of being an artist. And mm-hmm. it sounds like you only started calling yourself an artist once people started taking notice of things that you were just kind of doing anyway or right. you weren't like if I do this then I'll be a successful contemporary artist right, right. yeah that was never really on my mind at all yeah. I just knew that I really liked to do these things and I uh-huh. I just couldn't not do them <laughs> how did you get interested in art yeah well both my parents were artists so I think that helped When I was growing up, I was a soccer player, really, really, really seriously. I had full rides to go to college for it. Wow. But I actually really didn't do well under pressure at all. I hated all the college scouts watching me and everything. It was 
horrible for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not a good under pressure kind of person, which has taken me a long time to figure out. It's nice once you figure out stuff about your personality because then your life gets a lot easier. Yeah. Because you just don't put yourself in certain situations or totally. something like that. I mean, in art, weirdly, it's definitely competitive, but I mean, it's kind of like you're in competition with yourself for the most part. So I like that about it. I grew up using a computer. Like my dad had a computer. He had one of like the, f- the first Apple computers. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was little playing games on it. There's this also this drawing program like Kid Picks that I was really into. I've always really loved like just the weirdest software and stuff. Now I work with really a lot of trashy, bizarre, creepy, shitty, weird softwares that no one would actually think to use or something. Yeah. I use like a lot of those in my work. I use this virtual stripper program for some videos that I make. Okay. Is that how that happened? Yeah. Okay. It's like this program where these girls, I think it's actually now for Mac, but for a long time it was just like a Windows only program. A lot of these programs are like Windows only. Uh And um, it's like these virtual strippers that crawl out of the start menu and then like dance around on the desktop. It's really bizarre. How long has it been since you started taking the art world seriously or the art world has started taking you seriously? And which one happened first? I feel like I've been doing the stuff that I've been doing for like a long time now. I guess it started getting more serious a few years ago. I first started calling myself an artist with like a capital A Uh maybe in 2000. Seven, two thousand eight. So I remember that was really a hard thing for me to do. Was like make that big statement. Yeah. At some point, you're just a student or something, or like you're interested in art. But like, when is the line where you, when someone asks, "What do you do?" and you can say, "I'm an artist." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By that point, I had made so many things already, and I had put up a website, and I've kind of been releasing videos online and stuff already, and people were actually reviewing my work and stuff like that which was so crazy to me and then I was getting in some shows and at that point it just seemed like it was okay for me to say that I was an artist. When did you realize that your art was gaining traction in the art world when people started paying attention? It's been a pretty linear thing so far which I like. I like things to go slow. It's not really great to like blow up overnight. I mean, like I said before, I don't like pressure. So it's just kind of nice to have like a slow, linear thing. Oh my God, we keep getting these Club W wine boxes at the house and my husband, it's really cute. Really? Yeah, he's putting them away and saving. They all come with a card that tells you about the origin of the wine and what the notes are so you can like talk about it and sound smart, like you know how to talk about wine. Is it a box of wine or a bottle? Well, it's bottled wine that comes in a box. There's three different wines and Uh they like choose for you and so you can have this cool little collection and it's, it's really well priced. I want to get into that. And with Club W, you never really have to worry about being without wine in your home because it just keeps showing up at your door. That's important. And right now, Club W is offering my listeners 50% off your first order when you go to clubw.com slash girlboss. Don't ever come home to a wine-free house again. Just go to clubw.com slash girlboss to get 50% off your first order. That's clubw.com slash girlboss. How do you print out your work? Or if it's a video, how do you display that in a gallery? I'm trying to paint, no pun intended, it's not really a pun, but I'm (laughs) trying to 
give a visual to our listeners of what experiencing your work would be like. I know with Nikki, Lucy, Lola Viola, which was the virtual stripper show, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that was on screens, right? Yeah, it was a bunch of projections. And um, yeah, we built these floating screens. And the girls on the computer program, they're usually, they can be like an inch tall or something on the desktop. But then these girls were like 20 feet tall. They were really super Were they super pixelated? No, no. it's a vector-based program. So it was, it came out really sharp. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, with the paintings, because I'm a huge nerd, so I make everything on a computer. Like I actually don't paint. And then I I just paint things in Photoshop. And then the physical piece is it's printed out on uh, different substrates. I do aluminum, silk. I print on acrylic. I'm doing these new ones on Belgian linen, which are really beautiful. Wow. And uh, I work really closely with a printer in New York who is definitely a girl boss herself. She is like a master printer. She's such a baller, and it's so fun to work with her. Like a series of work comes from one file, basically, because each file in Photoshop, I will paint a couple hundred layers. And so like each mark or like brush stroke is its own layer. When we printed out every single layer through... Do you just have a giant monitor? At the studio, I have two monitors, so that's really helpful. But most of the time, I mean, I also just work from my house. I have, like, a little home office, and I just work on an iMac or something. I think I have, like, ten computers now or something. Uh But for a long, long time, I could only afford one computer, and that was my whole life. Back it up. Yeah, Yeah. my whole life was, like, that computer. Do you ever get into, like, copyright issues with the people that created this crappy software? I've been pretty open with like I would never claim to have made that or program that myself and I extract the girls from the program and then actually like collage them together into a different program they're really weird and so I'll take the girls out of this one program and then like put them into another mm-hmm. so I kind of collage everything together and there's a long history of artists appropriating yeah stuff so so far it's been okay tell me about your studio where is it and what's a normal day like for you I live in Highland Park, and then the studio is in East Los Angeles as well, in this neighborhood, El Sereno, which is almost in Alhambra in, like, the San Gabriel Valley, which is amazing because there's so much good Asian food over there. Like, there's this amazing Szechuan place and, like, Vietnamese places, and so it's... I love having a studio where there's good food nearby. Yeah. It makes working a lot better. Yeah. But I don't go to the studio every day. Because I've only had a studio for, like, two years. For the longest time, I was just kind of forced to, like, just work on one computer in my bedroom. And it's nice that I kind of trained myself to work like that because I don't need a lot of equipment to work. And now, even when I'm traveling, I really like to make paintings in, like, fancy hotel rooms. I had Uh a really good session in Berlin and the Soho house in Berlin. Isn't that the most beautiful hotel? That's the nicest Soho I've never been in a room Oh, my God. It's, yeah. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so nice. So much free lotion and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I love Berlin so much. I lived in Berlin before, and, like, every time I go there, I always like to stay there. Yeah. Also, I share the building with my husband. He's also an artist. He's a painter, though, like, with paint. And so I'm always going to the studio and, like, picking up my shoe. Like, I can't believe there's paint on my shoe at this studio. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't know. It's all computers. It's clean. Yeah, exactly. I'll go to the studio and I have a studio manager and she keeps really everything organized for me. I don't go to the studio every day just because 
really like working from my house because I just did it for so long. Yeah. And I've worked really hard to make the house really nice. So I have like candles and flowers and everything. (laughs) And at the studio, I'll go in there for studio visits because that's where I hang all the physical work. And some of it is quite large. So it's Definitely important for me to have the studio now, but I don't need to go there every day, which yeah. is which I love. How do you find your inspiration and your process? I've always really been a big fan of weird, weird internet searches. What are your weirdest ones? My fingers are ready. To... We're going to do it right now. All of us together listening to the podcast. Oh, my God. I don't know. Just like weird keywords or something. Like, I'm really into Pinterest now, but before Pinterest, Google Images. And I would just put weird combinations of words together ghost or rose wad like just weird stuff and then see what would come up the way i work it's like as if a landscape painter was like outside and then looking at a flower and then you could just pick the flower and like put it into the painting like Uh that's weirdly how i work because i'm looking through images on the internet and then anything i find i can directly manipulate that image or i can sample the color or the texture and i'll always kind of like start with just like a color or shape or something that I see. It could be really weird, just like a picture of a kitchen. But there'll be one color that I like. And then I'll uh-huh. kind of mess it up so that it, you would never know that it would be a kitchen by the end of it. But um, <laughs> that's like a starting point. Yeah. yeah. What is the most exciting part of the process? Is it when you merge the layers? Is it when you get the print? The most exciting part is actually when I'll look at something a few months after I've made it, just on my own, and I'll really, really like it. Usually right when I make something, I am so close to it that it's really, it's almost like I've looked at it for too long and I'm like, oh, I can't look at that (laughs) anymore. A really fun part of it is that I'll actually surprise myself, especially work that I've made a few years ago. At the time, like, I'll kind of think, okay, that's, I can do better or something. But then when I've actually, there's been some time in between me making it and then I can go back and look at it. I'll be like, oh, that's really, I love surprising myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's something so personal. What are people's reactions to your work? In the earlier days when I was posting the webcam videos that I make on YouTube, the comments that I would get would be like totally insane. Because anytime you're like a girl and you're posting an image of yourself online and then like using a webcam, like there's certain connotations that are just built in with like a girl using a webcam for a while now. So now I don't get as many like crazy comments because people know it's art, which sort of a bummer because I sort of miss the <laughs> the weirdos, <laughs> the trolls. Yeah, but I would get just crazy stuff. Oh, I just wasted two minutes of my life watching this. But I was kind of into it because they're telling me it's stupid, but they just if they just took two minutes to watch it and then they're like taking the time to comment, that's a lot of time from yeah. this person. It would be worse if they said nothing. Yeah, I don't really do this anymore, but I used to respond to like all the negative comments I would respond equal to or greater than like what they said to me. I honestly can't even say out loud some of the stuff that I've typed back to people. It's really aggressive. Is it still on YouTube? No. People will like delete their comments after. (laughs) There's just a certain vernacular online. YouTube is kind of like the streets or something. Like people just say really aggressive, Mm -hmm. crazy things. No one is like talking shit on like Flickr or something. Or like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? But like, I was just kind of playing this character, like people don't really expect you to respond, but then I would respond with really like- Like you are a crazy person? Yeah, crazy. Were you actually crazy? 
<laughs> no. No. Um, no, it was just kind of like a funny thing. I love like trolling people. I'm kind of in. You like it being was just troll? Sort of, yeah. Do you consider yourself an introvert? Yeah, absolutely. I loved that part in your book, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Openings. Our openings are so scary. Oh, yeah. It's really difficult. I really don't like it, but it's like one of my least favorite parts about what I do is like, having... It's like fashion week for me or something. Yeah. I don't go, so... Yeah, it's just really draining and like talking with a bunch of people about my work. It doesn't actually make me want to make work. So I have to like really have a lot of quiet time and do things that actually make me want to like make work. Is it hard to watch people look at your work because they're scrutinizing it? When I show the webcam videos, which are like I'm in those videos, they're like self-portraits. and Like um, standing in a room with moving selfies of yourself? Is it's that... really hard. I'm better now, but it would like make me like physically ill. I don't like watching people watch me. I know that they're like videos that I post on the internet, but I don't have to watch every single person watching the video or something. It's a yeah. totally different thing. There's so much control involved. Yeah, it's got to be so interesting to be, I mean, your process has got to be more insular and more solo than a lot of artists. And the way you came around is so unusual in that you weren't out self-promoting necessarily, like networking to find the right gallerist or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of thrown into this environment. The art world is very so is very social, and it's expected that you're going to um, play nice with <laughs> random collector man. That's got to be really difficult. I've always really made things very readily available to people. So the internet is nice because you can you can put stuff out there, but it's kind of in a passive way. Like people can share it around if they want to, but it's not having to go to an opening and like introduce yourself and be mm -hmm. so aggressive about it or something. Yeah. I'm so jealous of this because <laughs> I want to collaborate with you, but you've collaborated with Stella McCartney now, what, for two years. That's so amazing. Yeah. It's honestly like having a fairy godmother. Uh -huh. um, yeah. It's really nice to work with her. I don't do a lot of collaborations just because... Because you're credible. Well, and also it's really <laughs> like some of the stuff that I do is quite weird, so... And then, you, and then these people to, like, want to sell things. Yeah, yeah, it's like hard to like make it commercial, but they just always love everything that I do. And it's just, it's so easy. Yeah, it's just been amazing. And so you have more launching soon? Yeah, there's a few more videos for the spring collection, like launching in the next couple weeks. So cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Congratulations. Thank you. To all of the aspiring girl bosses listening... Becoming your own boss is one of the most challenging journeys you're going to take, which is why FreshBooks wants to make sure you have the right tools to get there. FreshBooks has created easy-to-use cloud accounting software that will help you fly through all the annoying admin and paperwork tasks you don't have time for while you're building your empire. It literally takes about 30 seconds to create and send a professional-looking invoice. Liz, you owe me. I mean, I got to tell you, anything you can do in 30 seconds, I'm signing up for. <laughs> you can even find out whether or not a client has looked at the invoice that you mm -hmm. emailed them, which is like, uh, excuse me. Yeah, excuse we saw me. you got this, girl. I, I know you saw my invoice. Pay up. That's why I got FreshBooks. <laughs> FreshBooks is offering a free month to all Girl Boss listeners right now, and you don't need a credit card for the trial. To claim your free month, go to freshbooks.com slash girlboss and enter girlboss in the how did you hear about us section. 
you're a successful artist now, people buy your work. Has it been challenging to balance the commercial part of being an artist and making a living with following your heart or your nose or your gut and making what you want to make versus what other people want you to make? That's definitely something that a lot of artists struggle with, especially when you're selling your work. It can start to feel weird. I felt weird about it in the beginning, just kind of with that whole idea of even selling my work. I was just amazed that actually anyone even wanted it because I would just be doing this anyways, like even if I wasn't making money off of it. If anyone could collect your work, who would you want it to be? I mean, there's so many great people that already do. Maybe Martha. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I love Martha Stewart. Yeah. So speaking of Martha Stewart, both of our weddings were in the same issue with Martha Stewart weddings, which is pretty funny because we're probably two of the weirdest people Absolutely. who have ever been in Martha Stewart <laughs> magazine and we were just back to back <laughs> yeah that was so cool I couldn't it was so that we were surprising was awesome. I know so your wedding was so beautiful and it was at a place that I've been which is our mutual friends yeah. house in Santa Barbara and how is being married any different is it any different if anything I just kind of feel more support now and it's just gotten like easier and just nicer yeah it's yeah but there wasn't like some huge change or something it was yeah. just things like felt warmer uh-huh mm-hmm. i agree who are your favorite artists i'm always really into matisse i can it's, see that sometimes i feel like my favorites are kind of seasonal and it's becoming spring and i'm really i always get really into matisse in the spring um or like <laughs> like artists who paint like a lot of flowers and stuff like yeah. that so like matisse monet I get really, like, cheesy in the spring. Not that Matisse is cheesy, but just certain things that I'll like at different times of the year or something. What is your self-care routine like? Do you exercise? Do you eat everything, nothing? Do you sprinkle fairy dust on yourself in the mornings? (laughs) A big thing for me was I stopped drinking two years ago. I quit drinking, smoking, and I don't take prescription medication anymore. It was so much for so long, and I just had had enough. Do you still go out, but you just don't drink? Now it's, like, so normal not to do it. And, like, I definitely go to a lot of openings. But then when I don't have to go out, I tend not to. Yeah, Just because I need to, like, take a break. Married life. Mm -hmm. And so on this show, every guest I ask, what was your girl boss moment of the week and your girl boss moment? It could be also a girl boss lesson, which is, like, oh, shit, I did this and I don't want to do that again. But Uh usually they're girl boss moments. And it's, like, I drew myself a bath and put roses in it or I got an A on my term paper or it's just that moment of your week that you feel like you did the right thing for yourself and it made you feel in control of your life. What was your girl boss moment of the week, Petra? I said no (laughs) to something that I didn't want to (laughs) do. And saying no is something that I've, it was really hard for me to do for so long. I actually think it's really hard for a lot of women to do. Women are usually expected to say yes to everything. You're supposed uh-huh. to be like, you know. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one can do that all the time. And like I said no, and then I also didn't apologize for it, which is also something that I feel like is good. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember for years I felt like I would start every email with sorry or something. Yeah. Like, the trick like, is to say I'm unavailable or I have a commitment. Yeah, exactly. Even if that commitment is yourself. Right. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. <laughs> what advice do you have 
for aspiring artists or aspiring women who want to do something creative or find their talent? It's always good to like try a bunch of different stuff and see what works for you. But at some point, you kind of like need to pick something. Uh huh. The people who I know that are most successful have really been doing what they're doing for a while and they're like consistent at it. Next year, I'll have been making the webcam videos for like 10 years, which is a lot. It's really, really good to just be consistent about it. Usually things that you like to do are things that you're good at mm-hmm. is what I found. That You could have been a soccer player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm tall and I was fast, so I had all that stuff, but I don't think I had the mental focus that you need to have to be like a professional athlete you're a sensitive it. artist yeah. <laughs> that's cool yeah. petra thank you so much for coming on yeah. on the show today it was so nice to finally meet you yeah it was so fun thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of girl boss radio we'll be back next week with christine day the ceo of luvo and the former ceo of lululemon our producer is shara morris thanks also to Kristen meisner laura mayer and andy bowers at panoply and if you haven't read Girl Boss, go do it now. You can buy it at nastygal.com, Amazon, or anywhere books are sold. You can also sign up to the Girl Boss newsletter, which doesn't exist yet, but may in the near future at girlboss.com. Let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter and Instagram at girlboss. Our email address is info at girlboss.com. And you can find me at Sophia Amoruso. That's S-O-P-H-I-A-A-M-O-R-U-S-O on Twitter and Instagram. For exclusive content from today's show, go to blog.nastygal.com. And if you like our show, please be sure to tell a friend, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app, and don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. Thanks also to the band Faces for our theme song and my husband, Joel, for our interstitial jam. I'm Sophia Amoruso. Talk to you next week. <laughs>